pulled in. Nice play of the drive coming. First, third down play. Duvernay takes it. Into the end zone he goes. Devin Duvernay running it in. Oh. Baltimore Ravens beat the Bucks last night. It's Devin Duvernay on an end-around touchdown. Look at my hair. It's all crazy. I didn't sleep in. You slept in. Shut the fuck up. Don't worry about it. This is interesting to see your daily sports podcast news, narratives, takes, gambling a little late on your football Friday. I don't care. I'm here to do the best show that I can do, and you're here to drink your coffee and not spill it on your way to work. Why don't, we, why don't, why don't you worry about your own game? Plenty there to keep you busy. Utah beats Wazoo last night. Little college football action. Tom Brady falls to three and five after eight games in his career, which is fascinating because a bit of breaking news yesterday. Bit of breaking news. If we're scrolling and we're scrolling and we're scrolling, a new report published by somebody indicates that Giselle Budgen has given Tom Brady an ultimatum. What is that ultimatum, you ask? Well, let's click on Pro Football Talk and let's find out. Retire or she's gone for good. This is according to a report from Us Weekly or is it US Weekly? I don't know. I don't read that kind of garbage. But (laughs) I said he would retire in the middle of the season. I said you were all there. You were all there. I said he would do that. Which would be one of the greatest calls of all time. Of all time. We're not going to be there. There was also a murder last night on the internet. Dan Orlovsky, who was a back quarterback for the Lions, who famously was the, the quarterback of the 0-16 team, which is hilarious. He's now a commentator at ESPN, often made fun of by uh, non-mainstream media, we'll say that, for his... He wrote a blog or a couple, like an essay or something about how not to be tempted by other women that you're around other than your wife, and it kind of seems like he just wants to bang every chick he's around. So it, it's kind of a weird thing. Anyway, on the internet last night, People were, were talking on Twitter. This guy named Chris replies to a Dan Orlovsky tweet and says, Twitch and just search for Prime Video. Go to Twitch and search for Prime Video so you can watch the game. And Dan Orlovsky says, WTH, what the hell, loser? What the hell is Twitch? And Twitch replies to Dan Orlovsky, what the hell is this? And it shows a picture of him running out of the back of the end zone for his safety. Um, essentially, unanimously the worst play in the history of professional football. Orlovsky will never be remembered for anything else. Which is fair. It's the worst play you've ever seen. What happened was he was, you know, it's like first and 10 or second and 10 or something from like the one or two yard line and he dropped back to pass and he just kept dropping and then he 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 ran out of the back of the end zone and then he kept playing as if he didn't run out of the back of the end zone. And then Twitch reminded him of that last night, which I find... To be awesome and hysterical, let's check in with professional basketball. Ben Simmons, remember how to shoot the ball. Let's watch this. This is hilarious. So that's not Ben Simmons. He's in here somewhere. Watch. That's Ben Simmons. This is what's called a layup. You can call it a finger roll. Look how, how, look how close he is. This is not some sort of super hoop. This is the same size as the quarter of your local Y. And he airballed it. He's just gonna make Did you hear the booze? Here, listen closely for the air. After the air ball, listen closely. 
Listen closely. Simmons, it's an air ball. Ooh. <laughs> oh, brother, Benjamin. Stop sucking. The Vancouver Canucks had expectations this year in the NHL. They are off to a very slow start. I think they lost all four or five of their first four or five games. They they had a great run at the end of last year. They're trying to build on that. This year, there's a strip club in Vancouver. And the strip club says, Canucks drink free after you win one. A couple of people out there are down bad. Down tremendous. I didn't do my hair this morning. Make fun of me in the comments. I don't give a shit. Let's get to football. It's football Friday. Do we have any other more, uh, any other news I want to get to? <sighs> Yesterday began a day of 28 consecutive days with football in the year of our Lord. The next day without a football game will be the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, after which we have more football. If you like watching college football on Tuesdays, I don't. I, I personally need a minute, um, but that's because I, I don't get a rush from gambling. Some of you do, and that's good. Good for you. Look at that. There's the calendar. 28 days with football. Let's start it right now. Let's start in college football. Last night, Utah beat Wazoo. North Carolina State, they beat Virginia Tech barely. North Carolina State has a really good quarterback. He got hurt really bad, and since then, they're just kind of white-knuckling their way through. The season. East Carolina's at BYU. Remember when BYU played at East Carolina? They were both undefeated during the COVID year. They wanted to prove that they were the big boys, and Zach Wilson was good. BYU lost East Carolina by like one possession. Well, now that East Carolina's got to pay the piper. Uh, big noon kickoff. Got some good games to start the weekend. I love when the noon games are good. Ohio State and Penn State should be interesting. I think uh, someone on Reddit made a thread of exactly how the game will go. I'm going to try to look for that real quick. I forgot about that. Holy shit, it was hilarious. It was exactly how the game is going to go. Um, the thing that you really love about the Big Ten is that the games are predictable. In the SEC, every now and then, Kentucky can kick someone's ass. But in the Big Ten, they're exactly what you thought they'd be, which to me is just... In these uncertain times, it's just nice to have somebody out there that cares about you enough to stay the same. When you're going through changes, when, when life is difficult, it's nice to have somebody out there understand the way things are going to be. I'm going to spend like two or three more seconds looking for this. Oh, shit, here it is. This is art. <laughs> I'm going to read this to you. First half, Ohio State gets the gets the ball first, drives and settles for a field goal. Penn State gets the ball, drives in one explosive play, touchdown, 3-7. to seven. Ohio State drives a little, but forced to punt. Penn State drives and settles for a field goal, 3-10. to 10. Ohio State drives and kicks another field goal, 6-10. to 10. Penn State drives but stalls in four-down territory. Goes for a fail, 6-10. to 10. Ohio State has a solidish field position and capitalizes, 13-10. Penn State drives and misses long field goal before the half, 13-10. Ohio State maybe gets ball, but, ball back, but just runs out the clock, 13-10. Second half. Penn State gets a first down or two, but nothing there. 13-10, Ohio State drives. few explosive plays. Something crazy by Marvin, Harrison Jr. Uh, touchdown, 20-10. Penn State drives is picked off in Ohio State territory, 20-10. Ohio State drives and scores. Big run from Henderson to Williams. They have a guy named Mayan, which is an awesome first name for a kid. Holy shit. 27-10, Penn State, three and out, 27-10. Ohio State drives. CJ throws a pick, 27-10. End of the third quarter. Penn State capitalizes, 27-17. Ohio State goes to the run game. Stopped. Within the 15, kicks a field goal, 30-17. to 17. Penn State drives and is forced to go for it on fourth down and doesn't get it. Ohio State runs out the clock, 30-17. to 17. That 
that's that's just give this kid a degree in football. That's exactly what's going to happen in Penn State, Ohio State. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed that content. I don't care if you didn't. Notre Dame is playing Syracuse at noon. Notre Dame in a big game for the first time in a while. Look at the Irish. They're like two or three plays away from being ranked, but they shouldn't be. Arkansas is playing Auburn in a game people were excited about in September. <laughs> oh, man. But these are, these are, this is the thing about the rankings is that you care about that. It's Arkansas playing Auburn. There are things on the line. It's a big game. TCU's playing West Virginia. It's a big game, but because there are own numbers behind the, beside their names, people don't care about it. Whatever, I care about it. Other games that I am interested in, Rutgers and Minnesota, that's one that I will check in on because it kicks off at 2.30, and like I hate that the games start at noon and then 3.30 or 3. Like There's got to be one in the middle. That one starts at 2.30, so I'm going to check in on that while everything else is at halftime. Florida is playing Georgia this year, and uh, the, the quarterback, Anthony Richardson, everyone was super excited when he beat Utah, and now like no one gives a shit. Which is hilarious. I mean, that's how it goes. Uh, Oregon playing Cal. That's a walkthrough. Oklahoma State playing Kansas State. Kansas State's going to win that game. Wake Forest at Louisville. Louisville sucks, but they might be Wake. Uh, Shouts to Illinois, who looks like they're going to the Big Ten Championship, by the way. I mean, they're, they're, it's, it's not impossible. I'm telling you right now. These are all afternoon games. Florida, Georgia, Anthony Richardson. Like I said, people were excited. Now it's like a non-factor. Kentucky's playing Tennessee. I think I remember this right. Kentucky's only beat Tennessee like three times in 30 years or something. Doesn't really matter. Ole Miss is playing Texas A&M as an Ole Miss fan and alumna. <laughs> this is the game I was most worried about. LSU is an obvious loss to me. Michigan's playing Michigan State. Um, keep an eye on that. Just, uh, just, a just keep a little eye. Let's keep an eye on that. And then in the year of our Lord, Wyoming is playing Hawaii. Ask me what time they're playing. At 11.59 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Shouts to the Pokes for going to the Big Island. I think it's on Oahu. I don't know where they play. Okay. Before we get to pro football, let's get into baseball. The Philadelphia Phillies, one and a half point underdogs. The pitching matchup, I believe, is going to be Justin Verlander versus Zach Wheeler. Game starts tonight at 8.03 p.m. And I told you, I told you, I told you, if the Astros don't win both games in Houston, the Phillies are going to win the World Series. The Astros cheated at baseball. And then the town, who are full of like Philadelphia are America's white blood cells. It's just a bunch of people that suspect everything is bullshit. And their job is to go around and find the bullshit and kill it. And the team that cheated is going there for the first time since they cheated. And what's on the line is everything. They have to win both. If the Phillies win both, this is a formality. They're going to make Jose Altuve cry. You're going to see a grown professional baseball player cry. They simply do not have the security to stop these people from yelling at the bullpen pitchers. In fact, if I were Houston, I wouldn't send pitchers to the bullpen until like the fourth or fifth inning. That starts tonight at 8 p.m. Uh, we've gone through all of the stuff. Philadelphia Phillies, they've got that song by Tiesto. I'm in dancing on my own. Which they play in public squares. I feel like the vibes are too good. And speaking of the vibes in Philadelphia being too good, haha, that's what you call a segue. Let's move on to the National Football League. <sighs> okay. Pay attention, you fantasy nerds. We have a London game. We talked about Russell Wilson doing high knees on the goddamn plane like a psycho. 
his teammates have to hate him. And they know he's trying to be tougher and smarter and, like, more Peyton manning than than he's actually being. And they're going to be like, dude, like, this, get this guy the fuck out of here. Get him out of here. We had a trade yesterday. Kadarius Tony, the first-round draft pick for the Giants back when Urban Meyer was around, which is 2021. <laughs> Kadarius Tony was hurt, 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 hurt. He played in two games. Those games were electrifying. Then he's never played again. He's had injury designations on six body parts. He essentially is not a football player. Regardless, the Kansas City Chiefs traded a third and sixth round pick for him. So we'll see. I don't think anything's going to come of that, but whatever. The Broncos play the Jags in London at 9.30 a.m. in Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Spurs are on the road. Spurs are lost the form of late, actually. We have a Premier, Premier League update down the road. Ah, I like that sip of coffee. Yeah, the over-under in the Jags and Broncos game cannot possibly be low enough. And on that note, I would like to apologize. I said the over-under last night was going to hit. And then Tom Brady tried to be sassy and come from behind and beat the Ravens. Fucking asshole. Just retire. Graduate, dude. I'm going to keep saying that. Graduate. What do you say? When I, whenever I say Tom Brady, I want all of my listeners in this show to be like, Graduate. Uh, big games that I'm paying attention to this weekend, Steelers and Eagles, just because I would, I like when the Steelers get their ass kicked. It's not really important. I just like when the Steelers get their ass kicked. I find that hilarious. Weirdly, the biggest game of the weekend for me is Patriots-Jets. The Jets have one loss on the season. The Patriots have a weird pseudo-quarterback controversy. This is like, if the Jets win this game, the Bills have legit competition for the division. Everyone's going to look at the game and be like, yeah, the Bills are significantly better. Yeah, no argument here. But the data say they're the same. Ish. Rams are playing the 49ers. Um, nobody knows what to make of this. The Rams are falling off the face of the fucking earth. They tried to trade for Christian McCaffrey, but they got outbid by the 49ers, all of which so both of these guys could go below 500, which is just, it's honestly something else. Matt Ryan has been benched, and now Carson Wentz, who is on the commanders, is going to watch his backup play his third-string quarterback from last year. Yep. So Carson Wentz is on the Colts. He's now on the Commanders. Well, now he's hurt. His replacement, Matt Ryan, is old and has been benched. And they didn't just bench him. They said they benched him for the remainder of the year. What the fuck? They owe him so much money. And he it's guaranteed. He's like a, he's he's literally an MVP of the league. It's all guaranteed. So let's watch that clusterfuck at 4, 425. That's going to be amazing. The Lions are playing the Dolphins in the game that... Um, it's going to be a game that like happened. A game that America is going to be forced to watch is going to be Bears-Cowboys. The Bears have kind of found their offense recently. I listened to a podcast that compares the Bears offense to the Bears passing offense to Navy's passing offense. And so far, uh, until last week, the Bears and, and Navy were within like you know five to ten attempts and, and 100 yards of each other. Not per game. On the season. Yeah, on the season. Raiders are playing the Saints. Don't care. Raiders got to get their shit together. The Saints... Someone is going to win that damn division. You want to hear about the eight, NFC NFC South? Here's just NFC South. The Bucks lost last night, right? They lost. Yeah, they're in second place of their division. If the Falcons lose to the Panthers, the Panthers are going to be first place in the NFC South. The Panthers are going to be first place in the NFC South. They are on their fourth string quarterback. They're fourth. They are on their fourth string quarterback. They have four fucking quarterbacks. That's the guy that's playing. He is like five eight. He played in the he played in the XFL. 
The Falcons had Marcus Mariota. Last week, they passed the ball seven times after being down by two scores. Did you hear that? So they literally didn't even give a shit. They were not trying to win. The Saints are playing the Raiders. So if the Saints and the, and the Panthers win, all four teams, the goddamn division, are going to be three and five. You know what? I'm, I want the Panthers, and what would be the funniest fucking thing ever is if the Panthers have all these players, and they're trying to, like, tank and get some, get some draft picks, and I'm whispering. What if they accidentally won, like, seven games, and then they have to pick, like, like 12, and they miss out on, like, Bryce Young or CJ Stroud? Whoa. The Seahawks with Geno Smith are in first place in their division. The Seahawks have super winnable games, bro. Seattle's got New York in Seattle. New York's been a hotter team than you'd think lately, but they have to go to Seattle. All right, let's get some numbers here. All right, let's do some data. The Jags are favored by two and a half over Denver. Smash. Smash. They're definitely going to win by more than two and a half. The Bears are favored by, or the Cowboys are favored by 10 over the Bears. Stay away from that one. No, thank you. The Saints are one and a half point underdogs at home against the Raiders. Stay away. The Falcons are four po- or four point favorites against the Panthers. Smash the Panthers. Smash them. That's the best bet. Click. Best bet. Watch this. Bet slip. Bam. Wait, wait. Should zoom out because I'm blind? Bam. There you go. Panthers. Best bet. Eagles. I don't, the spread cannot possibly be high enough. I don't even don't care what it is. Lions, three and a half point underdogs at home. They have not been great against the spread lately, because, but that's because Vegas has been slipping them some respect. No. I say no. The Vikings, which people are forgetting about, are playing the Cardinals. The Vikings might end up being one of the best teams in the NFL when the records settle. Uh, Vikings are going to cover against the Cardinals. And honestly, hold up. Let's just really quick while I have you. Oh, fuck. Vegas figured it out. God damn it. Vikings plus 1,600 to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, I love that. All right. All right. It's like they're pros. All right. I thought I was going to pull the wool over someone's eyes. No. Whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. The Patriots and the Titans are road favorites against the Jets and the Texans, respectively. See that? You hear that comma in there? Huh. I don't care that the show is late today. I simply want to do a good show. And the Sunday night game, we'll talk to that right now. I don't like either of those bets. I think that the Rams are going to lose. I'm going to bet on the Niners outright. So here are the bets. If you're going to bet with me, I would bet Panthers to cover, Lions to cover, Eagles to cover, and Rams to lose. Wait, did I click Rams now? Get the fuck out of here. Rams to lose. The Sunday night game is going to be a massacre. We're going to watch a human being's career fall off the face of a cliff. The Green Bay football Packers are heading to Buffalo, who's coming off of a bye. Green Bay can't score touchdowns. They can't score. They're playing the greatest quarterback play in the history of the sport right now in Josh Allen. It's going to be death. And it's going to be amazing. And we're all going to watch it. And we're going to love it. Unless you love Aaron Rodgers, in which case I feel bad for you. They should, I, they should trade him. They should trade him to Denver. Or somewhere. They should, they should trade him. It's time. It's time, guys. It's time. Like, rate, review, subscribe. My bad for being late. Why don't you worry about your own game? Play it there to keep you busy. Football Friday. See you Monday.